Hello, queens. You're listening to words of wisdom from your queen, Yolanda Thomas. Amazing. You're so amazing. So today, leading ladies, today, queens, you know, uh, the more that I study the word and the more that I really realize how intentional he was when he created us as women. Oh my God, it blows my mind, queen. It literally blows my mind. You know, okay, so when we get to our original attempt, queen, the first mention of a woman was the spirit. God said, let us, and when he said let us, he was talking about himself, who is a speaking spirit. He was talking about Yeshua, who is the word, and he was talking about his spirit, his breath that he breathed into us. He was telling his companions, he said, let us create male and female in our image and in our likeness. Now, although Adam was first, let me tell you, God was intentional when he created woman, when he created us queen. He said, I want you to be fruitful and to multiply. Well, first thing we know that he wasn't just talking to the man when he said, be fruitful and multiply because, come on, queen, a man, whenever the Most High calls on something to be birthed into the world, whenever the Most High calls something to be birthed, he calls a woman. He doesn't call a man to birth because he put the womb inside of the woman. <laughs> he created us with the womb. So we are the womb man. But let me tell you something. It's a secret about that womb man. It's a secret about that womb man. See, we were created equal, equal in God's own image and in his likeness as a speaking spirit. When he was speaking to us as a speaking spirit, he called everything that he had already created and prepared, and he wanted us to name them. Not when I say us, I say Adam and Eve, woman at that time, Adam and woman, because he brought them to Adam and woman was still in him. And we discussed this once, and it said that when the animals were brought to Adam to see what he would name them in the Hebrew, it means what a neck, but out of man's mouth, he said giraffe. Why? Because the woman is more descriptive most times than the man, most times. The second mention is the soulless realm. Now, when we think about the soulless realm, we think about the mind. We think about the emotions. We think about the intellect. We think about the thing that, that concerns everything around us because it's the part that we dream with, but yet it's also the same area that we can even worry with. So it's very important how we operate our soulless realm. You see, we had a role in the soulless realm. We had a role, even as far as creation was concerned, we had a role. And so when the enemy came, he came to even attack the very soulish realm of the woman. But I got something for you today, queen. I got something for you. You see, the third part that we were mentioned is in the flesh. Because even at that part, when God pulled woman out of man and he presented woman before Adam, the first thing that he noticed was her flesh. Everything else
else that God brought to Adam to name, he named it accordingly to what they were. But when God pulled woman out of man, he called her according to his flesh. He said, woman, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone, have you brought her to me? Now, why? <laughs> why would Adam do that? Why would he name us after the flesh? Because what did we do? What did we do, ladies? We gave in to our flesh. Come on, queen. We gave in to our flesh. What am I trying to say? I'm saying, queen, what you speak out of your mouth, what you say about yourself, what you feel about yourself, how you think the, that the most high made you to be, if you don't see yourself according to your true design, you're speaking according to the flesh. You are speaking according to the flesh. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I, got, I, I got some, I, as I say, I got some hope for us. I got some hope for us. Because in Genesis, in Genesis, after the fall of Adam and Eve, after the fall of Adam and woman, because Eve didn't fall. I'm here to tell you, Eve did not fall. Woman fell, not Eve. So after the fall, when the Most High cursed Adam, and he said, out the ground shall you sweat, and from the ground shall, shall thorns and thistles grow. And he said, from the dust you were created to the dust you will return. Guess what Adam said? Adam looked at the woman. He said, your name shall be Eve, for you are the mother of life. I call you breath. So I'm here to tell you, ladies, I'm here to tell you, even as the Most High had called Adam to rename her from woman to Eve, even so has he changed our name because no longer do we carry aborted babies. No longer are we desolate. No longer do we walk around unfruitful, for we are queens. We are the mother of all living things. God said, he said, be fruitful and multiply. But the only way we can multiply is it has to come through the womb of a woman because man only comes through the womb of a woman. So woman, let me tell you, your destinies are not just blocked up in your room because here I am again, I am your, your Monday midwife and I'm here to push out the destiny that you have blocked up in you. I'm here to tell you that our God is on a mission and we are literally 401 years behind. We are 401 years behind. Because for 401 years, we have been over here in slavery. But here I am to tell you, this is the day. This is the season. This is the hour that the redemption of, of, of the Hebrews draweth not. This is our day. This is our season, queen. And it is time for us to give birth to a destiny. It is time for us to give birth to those dreams. It's time for us to give birth to all the things that we hoped for, that we prayed for, that we cried for, that we fasted for. It is time. This is the day that our Lord has made. And we will, we shall, we shall rejoice and we're going to be glad in it. 
I am so honored, I'm so privileged to know that the most high God has chosen me. He has anointed us. He has appointed us. And it does, and the thing about it is, you know, I'm so reminded of Bathsheba. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm gonna tell you, sisters, they give my sister such a bad reputation sometimes. You know, they they make her seem like she was the woman who walked around and took David and 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 had her husband Uriah killed. But I'm here to set them straight on Bathsheba, you know, because Bathsheba was a bad, shut your mouth. You better hear me. That was a bad Hebrew woman, you know, and I'm, I'm sick of them saying that David didn't know David. It don't, I'm here to call it out what it is. That's a lie. David knew Bathsheba. He knew who she was. Why? Because Uriah was a mighty man. That means Uriah was one of the soldiers who stood close to David. Uriah was one of his armor bearers. And another thing, in order for the king to look over and see Bathsheba taking a bath, guess what? He, he was the king. He lived in a castle on top of the hill. So unless he had eyes of an eagle, I want to know how did he spy all the way down in the village and seep over to see Bathsheba taking a bath. No, 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 no. The mighty men live with the king because whenever the king moved, the mighty men moved just like that. So therefore, David knew who Bathsheba was. David knew, and not only that, Bathsheba's daddy served under David. Yes, he did. Bathsheba's daddy was one of the generals in David's army. So David knew who Bathsheba was. You better hear me. You better hear me when I tell you. He knew who she was. So when he called her, she knew. But because he was a king, she bowed down to the wishes of the king. So I'm going to tell you, Bathsheba had two things going on. Because you can't tell me that she didn't love her husband. And you can't tell me that she wasn't dedicated to the king. And therefore, the king gave her a promise. He promised her that when her son was born, that he was going to give him the place on the throne. Fast forward. So you know David was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home because I'm going to tell you, David had not one, not two, not three, but David had 19 sons. Oh, yes, David had 19 sons, and he had one little daughter. And his daughter, we're not going to even talk about So when Bathsheba uh, realized that one of David's son had taken place and said that he was going to be the king, Bathsheba went into the king's chambers. And when she went into the king's chambers, she reminded the king, David, what he said about her son, Solomon. So David, David, at this time, he didn't know anything because the Bible said that he was old. He was very old. In fact, David was so old, the Bible said that they thought he was dead. And what he did was when they thought that the king was dead, they took a virgin and they threw him and threw her in the bed with the king. And the king rolled over and they said, the king is not dead. He ain't dead yet. So Bathsheba walked in the room when the woman was there. And the king said, what do you have? What do you have? So, well, his words was, what, what do you want, woman? What you want? <laughs> what you want? So she said, well, did you not say that my son Solomon was sitting on the throne? And he said, yes. And she said, well, Abdenai said that he's the king and he killed all the fatty calves and he's having this big party 
And as she was speaking, the Bible said that Nathan walked in, the prophet. And Nathan, the prophet, said the same thing that Bathsheba said. So David said, no, no, this is not going to happen. So he had Nathan, the prophet, and he had Abathar, the priest, to go and to anoint, to anoint Solomon as king. But I love one of the first actions that Solomon did. You know, let me look at it because I want to give it to you right. I don't want to say that this just came off the top of my head. In 1 Kings, the second chapter, 19th verse, it says that Bathsheba therefore went unto King Solomon to speak unto him for Adonijah. See, what happened, Adonijah knew that he wasn't going to be king now. So he had to get into the family real good because he knew that Solomon would have him killed. So Adonijah asked if he could marry one of, uh, if he could marry his sister. Come on. So Bathsheba said, I'm going to go do this for you. So she went to King Solomon to speak to him on behalf of Adonijah. And the Bible said, and the king rose up to meet Bathsheba, the people that everybody talk about, Bathsheba. The woman who, who they call, as, as in the church especially, Bathsheba the whore, Bathsheba the low woman, Bathsheba the loose woman. Well, let me tell you about Bathsheba, sweetie. The Bible said the king rose up to meet her and bowed himself unto her, sat down on his throne, and caused a seat to be set for the king's mother. And she sat on his right hand. I'm going to hear to tell you, my queen, Bathsheba was the first woman to sit on the throne in the word of God. The first. The first woman. You know, and I always like to go back to first beginning. Because if I can find out the first beginning, if I can find it when it first happened, then I can find it how it can relate to my life. And again, I want to say, Bathsheba was a woman scorned. Bathsheba was a woman hurt. Bathsheba was a woman who went through a lot of pain. Bathsheba was a woman who went through a lot of trial. Because the Bible talks about David when the first son died, how David mourned and how he grieved. But nobody talked about Bathsheba. It wasn't David's child alone. It was also Bathsheba's child as well. And we don't ever think about how Bathsheba mourned how Bathsheba grieved, how Bathsheba, and she was going through a double grief because not only was she grieving her child, but she was grieving her husband that the King David himself had killed. How many of us have had people lose? We lost them because of somebody in authority took their life from us. I'm here to say, Bathsheba, my God is here, and he's telling you to come on. I got a seat for you beside me on the throne. Come on in, come on into the room and take your place. Take your seat, black queen. Take your seat, woman. Take your seat, lady. Take your seat, woman of God. Take your seat, daughter of Sarah. Take your seat, daughter of Eve. For you are the beginning of the birthing of a dynasty. It is in you, it is in your womb, it is in your loins, the ability to give life we are life. We are the very breath that God breathed. And because we are the very breath that God breathed, in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. So I'm here today to tell you, queen, adjust your crown. 
when you go to bed tonight, readjust your crown. Because at the end of the day, you're still a queen. And when you wake up in the morning, put your crown and adjust it again. Because at the beginning of the day, you are still a queen. I'm here to say I love you. I thank God for you. And I will be back, me and Justina, on Monday at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time and at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to tell you, Black Queens, that we are here. We are created to birth destiny. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, amen, amen, and amen. God bless, God bless. I, I thank you for joining me. I'm here at, at Monroe's uh, Chinook Park at the Black History uh, Museum. Our history has been overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So therefore, that that was our history is no longer our history. It is now and, and going forward from now and forevermore, it is not just our history, it is our beginning. We're at the beginning of the breakthrough of a new and beautiful, beautiful day. We're at the beginning. It is our destiny. It is our season. It is our year. It is our time. And we are ready to readjust our crowns and reign in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Um, thank you guys who joined as always coming and get your uh, inspiration you, as well. Amen. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much and oh, it's food for my soul. Thank you. And please tell your friends, tell your family. Um, and so we can encourage them as well. That's what we're here to do as Queens Amen. and encourage other Queens, um, you know, and let them know that we're here to support and encourage them throughout their journey and the things that they're doing. I'm blessed to have all you guys as queens in my life. Um, Amen. Important role, but to be able to have a place where we can get a word of encouragement to know that even women, like you were talking about tonight, like, you know, how the world saw her, but how God still used her as at his right hand. So yes. Yes. relate to being judged. Yes. Um, and just being able to oh, turn yeah. that character around. The labels that the world gives us, right? So like you said, it's not our history. It's now, it's a part of who we are today. It, it, so Amen. that right there shows that the world sees us, especially as black women in one light, but we know as black women, we are so much more. We know what, the, what we are, have a right to, and we know what we will do and the strength that we do have to make real change. Uh, in this world and that's one reason why we come here is to get that strength and to get that encouragement to know that we are enough right we are enough uh, and to be supported in that way you know I love Miss Yolanda for keeping it short and sweet and always giving us a lit message uh, but thank you everybody for coming in and joining us tonight uh, again, I think it's so important for especially Black women to have a platform where we can speak support, and encourage each other because we don't have enough of that. Um, we are supposed to be, you know, always strong and smiling. And sometimes we need to know that there are a group of women that we can reach out to. So also know that as well, like we are women, queens in our own right, but we are here to support each other. So whether that's through a text message, a Facebook message, if you feel like you need the support 
or just need support, please know that the women that come here are here to support you, or at least me and Miss Yolanda are here to support you um, in any way that we can, you know. So I hope that you do feel that within our community. And if you know anybody that really needs support, because I feel like we all know somebody that needs support, invite them and, you know, and let them know that we're here just uplift them in any way we can because it's not about your religion I don't think we don't want to push that on anybody like Miss Yolanda said you should be good in your own God that's not for us to do but we are here to show examples and just show the love that we have for one another and to show the strength in every woman throughout history so Right. Every queen, right. every right. queen, every queen. Yeah. As we adjust our crown and we help our sisters adjust their crown and we pray for one another and we support one another, whether that's right. physically, spiritually, mentally, you know, a lot of us don't know each other physically, but, you know, this platform has brought us together. Social media has brought us together. And there's yeah. ways there that we yeah. see each other. You might see our sister posts like not having a good day don't just like the post or don't just care for the post message that sister reach out to that man you know because that makes a world of difference i know for me the people that reached out to me during those times where i posted it's not a good day but took the time to actually call or text Mm -hmm. so keep your eyes open for your sisters because sometimes we don't reach out and we just expect people to be there but none of us are mind readers but no, when you come here, we see you. So if we see you here, my eye and my heart open even more when I see you on platforms such as social media. I know a lot of people can throw out the word love and that's an easy thing to do or call you your sister and that's an easy thing to do. But I think we're in a new time right now. As As black people, we need to be an example of when I say this, I mean, yeah. it's not just a lyric yeah. from a song. It's not just because no. it's cool. It's because we that this is what's needed in our community. So what we do here is just to say, yes, I see you, I love you, and I support you in what your dreams are because your dreams are different from my dreams and my dreams are different mm-hmm. from your dreams. And it's not my job to, to, to live your dream. It's your job to live your dream. But I feel it is all of our jobs to nurture and support each other's dreams. So I agree. One, thing, one way we can do that is always, you know, just lifting each other up in a positive energy, knowing that, you know, if Miss Yolanda is about to start something, we're lifting her up because we all about to start something. We might not even know what that something is right now. That's right. God has a plan because you are a queen and you have right. So like you, like Miss Yolanda has told us before, whatever it is that you dream about, that you know that's what your heart desires, stepping into, that's the truth that you're stepping into. And as sisters, as queen, we support that truth, even if you don't know what it is yet, even if you can't put it on paper. And this week, and that's what we're going to stand in that affirmation that this week we support our sisters' truth and their dreams. And what their hearts Yes, yes, yes. 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 That's awesome. That's where I want to end it because just on that note, I'm glad everybody up in here. Miss Mimi, do you have something to say? You put your hand up. Who? Who? Me? Yeah, your hand was up. That's why I chatted you in the thing. Actually, I no, but I will say this. One of the things that I appreciate about this is that we represent an age group that cuts across the age line completely. 
because you're a young person and Yolanda's a little bit older than you and I'm everybody's mother. So that's a good thing in a culture that pushes youth and youth alone, that we stand for women across the board. And I think that's, that's very encouraging and I think that makes us stronger. Yeah. Because everybody's got something to bring to the marketplace. You have energy, I have wisdom. And all yeah. of that comes together for good. <laughs> Yay! But you know, I you know I love you guys, y'all family. So you know, absolutely. I want nothing but the best for each and every one of y'all, and I just hope continue to be safe out there because we still are in the stupid pandemic. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So that's just all I can say about that. So have a great night. So much to know. What you studied today will impact.